Welcome to the two-part teaching series, Walking in Third Heaven Authority, featuring Mike Thompson. In this series, you'll gain an understanding of your heavenly authority and practical steps to walk it out. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday, almost said Thursday. I, my mind's already there, guys. I'm like, and it's one more day till Friday, right? No, it's not. It's Wednesday. I thought yesterday was Wednesday. Uh, and just a, it's a right kerfuffle, everybody. This is the part one of two uh, of our new series, Walking in Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson. And ooh, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Super excited. I've been looking forward to this. And you guys know kind of the build up. And uh, for those who don't know, I'm going to say the story one more time because I think it's really cool. Um, you know, I was doing a show and all of a sudden the the Holy Spirit just would not leave me alone. He was like, Jeff, Mike Thompson, Mike Thompson, like. As I'm trying to listen to a guest, I'm like, uh-huh, like nodding. And, and then he just kept saying, like, Mike Thompson, you need to bring Mike Thompson on, Elijah Fire. Um, and I want him to share. He's got a message to share, um, you know, that's going to apply to multiple generations. And, uh, and so I was like, okay. And I wrote it down. And then I called Mike Thompson. I got Mike Thompson on the horn. And I was like, hey, th- this is kind of what happened. I just really feel like, you know, there's a, a message for multiple generations he said that's really interesting that you said that because god's really been speaking to me about that right now so uh, i'm really excited you guys and um yeah i've just been very impacted by this this man of god's ministry and so i'm really excited for a lot of you guys to get acquainted with him for the first time we love you guys i'm super excited about today's episode uh so he's a prophet he's a teacher he's the founder of mike thompson ministries and he's also the host of the fantastic podcast third heaven authority with mike thompson let's give it up for my guest today mike thompson mike thompson welcome to the show hey jeff man i am excited to be with you man of god yeah you are so powerful oh thanks man (laughs) thanks man Uh, (laughs) oh yeah Well, I can just feel the anointing emanating off of the monitor right there when you talk. It's like the Holy Spirit just fills you up and just flows out of you. Praise God. So let's talk about it. I'm getting a little red. (laughs) Not as red as I am. Yeah, I know. You're rocking uh, the problems with the, yeah, Yeah. in the studio here. So everybody excuse that. Look, you know, we're going to, you rock it, you know. That's right. You're just going with it hard. I love it. So. Um, okay, well, Mike, there are some people who don't know who you're talking about. Um, or, okay, let me start this over. Sorry, I'm all flustered. You like <laughs> gotcha. I get all teary eyed and everything. Okay, um, <clears throat> there are some people who don't know who you are. Obviously, there's a lot of people who watch Elijah streams. They also watch this, but there are also some people that don't watch Elijah streams and don't know who you are. So, why don't you give people a little bit about yourself? Tell us, tell us about your lovely bride, all that good stuff. Oh, would love to. Um, CK, my wife and I, uh, we have been full-time in the ministry for 45 years. Uh, we live in Las Vegas and, uh, that's where our ministry is headquartered and where we do all of, uh, ministry outreach ministry. So much of it is not only local, we do have a studio here and, uh, you know, we pastored for many years, you know, almost 40 years in a traditional Sunday morning setting. And the Lord said, move to Las Vegas, and I want you to just turn everything backwards. I want you to do a uh, Sunday afternoon. 
uh, build a studio, record from there, broadcast over the internet. Your local in-house audience becomes local congregation. The extended congregation will be all around the world. So we have been doing that very thing now for about nine years. Hmm. And uh, the Lord has blessed us. Uh, we are prophets. We've done everything when it comes to it, you know, evangelize, teaching, pastoring, uh, apostles, prophets. Uh, but prophet is the main calling for us mm. because we learned a long time ago, Jeff, that, you know, walking with the Lord Jesus Christ is absolutely wonderful, phenomenal, no matter who you are, how you're doing it, being born again. But the thing that we learned is that he wanted to have a real personal, intimate relationship with us. Now, we can say, have you accepted Jesus as your personal Savior? Yes. And we use the word personal there because it's unique. It's there. It's alive. We're born again. But I'm talking about a personal, intimate walk, relationship, feeling him, knowing him, moving in the Spirit, experiencing how the anointing of the Holy Spirit flows through our lives. So that's primarily what we do. Mm. Uh, the Lord has gifted us spiritually so that we see in the Spirit, and then we report all of those things that we see in the Spirit mm. to as many people as we can and help their faith. Mm. That's it. who we are. I love it. Man, I cannot stop crying. I don't know why. This is great. I love it. I'm so excited. Um, okay, Mike. Um, I actually wanted to ask you a question really quick because you you mentioned that you guys moved to Las Vegas. You guys are also, you know, you operate in the spirit. Uh, you talk a lot about third heaven authority, which we will be getting into so that people actually have some kind of a gauge for what we're talking about. Um, sure. But um, were you, sh do you find that Las Vegas is pretty spiritually charged? I would think it is. But I'm just curious what mm -hmm. your experience was as you kind of moved there. Because so often we look at things in the physical. And a lot of times many denominations are kind of taught to believe and just deal with everything in the physical realm, the first heaven, right? And um, it's, uh, yeah. So I, I just think that... Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious what your experience was in kind of getting acclimated in that environment. Well, the Lord moved us here because, um, to be honest with you, um, there was a, a vision. The Lord caught me up in the spirit, and it was an angelic encounter. And he talked to me about ministry, et cetera, different things he wanted me to do. And the angel basically just said the assignment now this was in 2013 the assignment that you have you can do from anywhere in the world but the lord would rather you did it from here at that particular moment ck and i were in a resort in las vegas and the, and the angel talked to me about several other things it became very clear the lord was saying you know get your butt down here yeah you know move from oregon to las vegas because yeah. i have a new step for you i forgot you lived in oregon oh wow yeah 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 and uh and so in the through that obedience the lord has just expanded so many things hmm. and uh we just are really having a good time and and i think that one of the things that you hit on there 
is that walking in the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, we are trifold beings. Uh, and that's something that when I first learned that, you know, coming, being born again and filled with the Spirit, uh, CK and I got filled with the Holy Ghost just right uh, the first year that we were married. And, uh, and it's like it just changed a life. Before that, I was born again. She kind of received her salvation and the infilling, the baptism of the Holy Spirit at the same time, even though she had a church background. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I received that baptism. It's like we both said the same thing. We love Jesus, but man, when we were filled with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. we fell in love with Jesus. Yeah, sure. Oh, the fire that just leaped up inside mm-hmm. of us, and the passion, and the move of the Spirit. And on the very night that we were baptized in the Holy Spirit, or at least me. She she received the baptism in the Holy Spirit in my parents' living room on a yeah. Saturday night during their prayer meeting. Nice. You know, they kind of uh, they ambushed us. They invited <laughs> us over for dinner and didn't tell us that their prayer group was going to be there. Uh, she received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Man, I went home and I said, I'm going back next week because you're not going to outdo me, woman. <laughs> my sweet <laughs> wife. You know, I, I can't. Just allow this to happen. I yeah. got to have the same yeah, thing. Yeah, not on my so watch. Next, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to be equally next Saturday yoked. night. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> and it was like that night I had a supernatural experience, and wow. it has been for both of us just fun and just running with the Lord. Signs, wonders, gifts of the Holy Spirit, visions, dreams, laying hands on the sick and having them healed and recover, preaching the Word of God. Thousands of people saved. I could just go on and on. All of it to confirm Jesus loves us and wants to walk with us in intimacy and the power of the Spirit of God. And that's what I want the people to hear today. You can have that experience. Mm. Okay, so Mike, I want you to kind of just take it away, all right? Like, d- let's just go, and then I'll ask questions or interject, um, yeah, as we go along. But um, I want—I really want people to get this because this, this teaching, um, you know, like like I said at the top of the show, you host a, a podcast called Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson. Uh, and I started listening to that, and it was like I remember our, this is our spare room, this is our spare bed. I would lay on the ground down there in the dark with my earbuds in and I would just, and that honestly, your, your podcast just systematically going through those. I should, I've shared uh, a heavenly encounter I had. Um, I've shared it on the show uh, several times, but it was, I can mark. It wasn't until I gained tools uh, and an awareness. It just, it was something about listening to your podcast, man, that like, actually opened the door for me to have that heavenly encounter. And it was like profound, you know? So um, I can't stress enough, you guys, how much I love this guy's ministry. And I'm so blessed every single time he comes on Elijah stream. So you guys are really in for a treat uh, with what he has to share with, with us. All right. Yeah. Here goes. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on to your hats and glasses. <laughs> Praise God. Um, like I said, CK and I, have experienced the supernatural. You know, 
let me just take two minutes to say this. We are created with a human spirit that lives on the inside of us. We have a soul, a mind, and we have an outer body. That's the three parts of our existence. We simultaneously walk in the spiritual realm and in the natural realm. The natural realm is easy peasy in the sense that it's what we're used to, mm -hmm. we're raised up with, we're trained into, we operate every day. But the spiritual realm is something that's a little bit different because we have to train ourselves, our human spirit, allow that spirit man on the inside, which is actually more real than the natural body because, you know, the spiritual realm is what created this natural realm. Mm -hmm. And it's still subject to it. So the Lord wants us to come back to the place that by the spirit-filled life that we're able then to pick up on everything from the spiritual realm. In the natural realm, we have the five physical senses that we gather information and, you know, sight, hearing, touch, taste, feel. It goes into us. We compute things. But we also have those spiritual senses, that spirit man on the inside, our real us. Because when we come to the end of this life and we lay down this natural body, the spirit man is what continues to exist. Right. And then when Jesus comes back, we pick up that body again and clothe ourselves with immortality at that point and to go on. So the reality of the spiritual realm, it's so important for us to grasp. We have spiritual perceptions. We have spiritual um, sense gates, so to speak. We mm. see in the spirit. We hear. We touch. We taste. We do all those things in the spiritual realm also. So all of that comes in. And then we kind of evaluate and begin to work to where in our soulish realm, in the mind, mm. we then choose what we believe. And when you accept Jesus, you've chosen him above all of the external stuff that's saying, ah, God doesn't exist. There's no God. There's, you know, pressure from all this. You can't see him. You can't. Mm. But on the inside, man, you can feel him. Mm. You know him. It's a reality. And you accept that. Well, then you learn to walk in the spirit. And so that's what we were doing. Every, every believer was created by God to walk in the spirit, Amen. to see visions and dreams and have angelic uh, encounters, to just feel the glory of God. And, uh, you know, the gifts of the spirit are all manifestations of that spirit-filled life. The fruit of the spirit, which is the character of Christ, comes to us in a greater degree and is manifest spiritually from the inside out. Well, that's what we have been doing for all these years. And so in spite of all of the, or I should say, in addition to all of the encounters that we had had over the years, in 2010, something remarkable happened to me. I was in a prayer meeting and I was praying. It was an intercessory prayer group, spirit-filled. They were reading the word. They were speaking in English. People were praying in tongues. There were decrees. There were all these things that were going on. And, and I sat down in the living room. This was in a high penthouse hotel room 
in a major city. And because we were praying for a revival that was going to take place and begin evangelistic meetings the next day, and I sat down on the carpet, leaned against the wall, and as soon as I did, I felt it. I was raised up just spiritually, caught by the Holy Spirit. I went right through the ceiling and went right through the roof. And I looked around the city and I could see all the lights that I was watching while I was praying out of those big windows in that penthouse. Mm -hmm. And then I looked up and I saw all these little lights They were that were in the atmosphere. Over, I instinctively knew that they were demonic spirits, okay. things that the people were praying against. But they had the absence of the glory of God because they were dull. Hmm. I learned a long time ago that in the spirit, I can tell a lot of times whether God's on a thing by the way that it emanates. Does it is it lighted? Is it look normal? You know, or is it dull? Is hmm. it dark? Is it that's the absence of the glory? And I went right up through those, and I found myself in the throne room of God. Kind of like the Apostle Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians yep. 12, verses 1 through mm -hmm. 4, referring to himself, caught up to the third heaven. And as I was there looking at the throne, and there was Jesus on the throne, angels all around, there's two things that I want to say that I think are significant today. The very first thing that I felt standing there was complete love, acceptance, and value. Jeff, there's no way I can describe it. Mm. Right now, it's just the glory of God and the warmth comes all over me. Mm. Because going through that second heaven, should we say this right now, that the first heaven is the stellar heavens, the created universe, the mm -hmm. earth is part of it? I mean, you know, if we're standing on the earth and we look up and we see the moon, we go, well, that's, that must be the heavens. But what about when the astronauts were standing on the moon looking back at the earth and going, oh, that must be the heavens. They we're, we're part of it. Yeah. And uh, then second heavens is a spiritual atmosphere. Sometimes people have said to me that, well, it's just the atmosphere around the earth. Well, again, same analogy. When those astronauts were standing on the moon, uh, the influence of the enemy was still there mm -hmm. you know so it's the spiritual realm coexisting yeah, and then the third heaven is what we would generally refer to as heaven the throne room mm -hmm. of god the place where we go to after death you know that great place of heaven mm -hmm. third heaven the and heaven yeah it's like the heaven. heaven is the heaven yeah yeah yeah, the whole Bible talks about the highest of the heavens. Yeah. The ruler place. That's that's it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the first thing I felt there after all of the hooks of the second heaven realm came out of me. What do I mean by hooks? Those things that the enemy uses here on the earth because of his spiritual influence, second heaven, first heaven, all this going on, um, to cause condemnation and fear, intimidation, self-doubt, uh, fear of failure. I mean, the list goes on. All of those were gone, completely gone. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. And I just felt the love, acceptance, and value of God. And I, I just, on the inside of me, I just said, 
is this who you created me to be? Hmm. Lord, is this what it feels like to be a new creation in you? Wow. Oh, people, that's who you've been created to be. Come on. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Ah, and so unfortunately, so to speak, after the whole encounter was over, um, and I'm going to tell more about it, I came back, I had to start dealing with those things again. Yeah. But at least with the memory and the understanding of what it was like to not have them and who Jesus created me to be. Well, the second thing I felt is the Holy Spirit turned me. And as I, in this encounter, I looked down and there was a portal, like a big hole, about 10 foot in diameter in the Mm -hmm. floor that was in front of me. And I looked down through it and the portal was foreseen down through the second heaven to the first heaven. And then I could see those demonic dull lights below me. I could see the ones, uh, the people, the believers, praying, interceding in that prayer group below. But what I could see from my vantage point, heaven looking down, that those prayer warriors couldn't see from their vantage point, the earth looking up, was above those lower level demons, as it were, was a larger one. And he again was dull, a dull light, absence of the glory. And I heard the Lord say, that's a general. He's the one giving the orders to the others. Interesting. And then he said, launch your warfare from here. Well, I'd never heard of such a thing. Launch my warfare from here. I I didn't know I could do that. Yeah. But if Jesus said it, that's what you do. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah. And I heard his words come right into my back. Everything he was speaking came into my back and resonated in me. But after he had said that, launch your warfare from here, Mm -hmm. they came into my back, came up and out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. And I looked down on that general, as it were, and I said, in the name of Jesus, I dislodge your assignment against these people in this city, and I disrupt and break every strategy and communication, the whole structure that you have with the lower level demons in the name of Jesus Christ. And as I began to pray these things, Jeff, angels from the throne room would shoot down like lightning from one side and then from another. And they were hearkening to the word of God, which the scripture says, even if it was coming out of my mouth in decrees. The When that was all over, the Lord walked over to me and he said, I'm giving you an assignment to teach third heaven authority to my people. Mm. And he said, from this point forward, there's going to be an increase in supernatural encounters among the body of Christ. The veil between the natural realm and the spiritual realm will seemingly get thinner and thinner People will be having more spiritual experiences, visions, dreams. And then he said, also, it's going to happen on the other side. It will increase in these days ahead in the occult, New Ageism, you know, 
all of those kinds of things also. Mm. And so that's why we've seen an increase on that side recently. But since that time up to now, there has been a dramatic, absolute, dramatic increase in encounters. Absolutely. Undeniable. And, yeah. And he said, I want you to teach people because I don't want them being deceived, listening to the wrong voice. And there also needs to be credibility brought into all of this prophetic supernatural yeah. that's going Amen. to come to pass. That's my attempt, is mm. to bring credibility, teaching, and help people with these encounters. Yeah. Third, heaven authority. Jeff, I'd never heard that phrase before. No, I mean, I hadn't heard it until you. St I, I heard you talking about it, but I mean, it's, it's biblical. <laughs> We're seated with him right. in heavenly places, you know, it's, you know, so... Third heaven authority. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm doing it. That's why everything's named third heaven authority Amen. or so much of it anyhow. Amen. Well, including new book. We can talk about that later. But yes. In just a few weeks. Pre-order link is book. in the description, everybody. So, you know, we want to get the pre-order for that going. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, really quick, Mike, the thing I love about this is it's something that you pointed out, and I have people who watch or listen to this show, depending on how they're um, consuming it, is um, I, I have said on numerous occasions that the light is getting darker, but the dark is also getting darker. You're getting two camps that are becoming very pronounced. So people are having radical spiritual encounters. They might not be good radical <laughs> spiritual encounters, but people are you know, they're getting into the occult more into new age, all these things and, and having these encounters. Yeah. But the, the reverse is true. And obviously the more important one is that God is pouring out his spirit and, and, and the veil is thin, right? That in, in we're, we're having these profound spiritual encounters. I am myself uh, becoming a lot more spiritually aware of things as the years have gone on the past couple of years. And a lot of other people can agree with this, but there are some people who, maybe you're operating in the old way that they were taught or um, just uh, whatever it may be, or, or taught to view certain things a certain way. Um, and that doesn't change our reality that the, the dark is getting darker. The light is getting lighter. Spiritual sen sensitivity seems to be rising up. So something like this is actually giving people the equipment and pointing you to the tools they already have at their disposal, the weapons they already have at their disposal, which I love. That yeah. it's not like we need to, okay, now you need to fast for eight years and you need to get this. And, and you're, you teach very practically like, Hey, these are tools you have right now. You've had a sword strapped to your, to your side the whole time. You have a bow and arrow. You've got all these other cool things at your disposal right yep. now. So yeah, love it. Totally. So two things that I just mentioned before I go into the next area is I felt unconditional love, acceptance, and value, and I felt complete boldness and sense of authority. I looked down on the, that general, and forgive me, but this is exactly what I thought, is I looked down on him and I said, yes, Lord, I'll launch my warfare from here. I'm going to kick that demon's butt from here to you yeah. know where. Yeah. I, that's literally what, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there. There was an absence yeah. of, of any kind of fear, total authority. So what I'm saying to people right now, let's talk about authority, what authority is and so forth. The most important thing to understand 
in this uh, thing about third heaven authority is that third heaven authority really is addressing all of the things from heaven's viewpoint looking down rather than from earth's viewpoint looking up. Because in earth's viewpoint looking up, we're still in that second heaven realm. We're still in that place, so to speak, to where there's a lot of influence and misunderstanding and opposition. And sometimes we look at the things of God from our perspective and understanding uh, in, a, in a flesh area to where it becomes convoluted and confused and we misunderstand and we sow in some works and other things that hinder us. Now, I want you to know that if you're born again, you're born again. Filled with the Spirit, you're filled with the Spirit. Have the Word of God, the power, both the Spirit and the Word, and man, you are going to turn the world upside down. But if you can turn the world upside down from that kind of an understanding and viewpoint on a linear level here on the earth, how much more can you do it? How greater can be the effectiveness by operating from heaven's viewpoint, looking down, and dealing with these situations. And so authority, authority. You see, first of all, there's power. Power is the ability to act. Authority is the right to act. Mm. Authority is the right to use the power which enables the action. Authority is highly important. I mean, you just talk to a, a simple illustration is if there maybe is, you know, traffic signals, electricity went out in the city or an automobile accident, and there's a policeman standing there in the intersection and he's directing traffic. The reason that you listen to him or watch him and obey him is because of the authority that he has. Hmm. Now, he may have some power. He has a police force behind him. He may have an arm strapped on his side. He may have all these things, but he also has a uniform and a badge. The authority is what gives him the ability to use the power and people to respond. And that's the way it is now. You know, um, when Jesus, uh, talking about believers, when Jesus told his disciples, remember in Luke, when they came back and they were rejoicing and saying, Jesus, you know, we went out preaching just like you told us to do, preaching the kingdom of God. But they said, even the demons are subject to us through your name. Even the demons, they obey us. We're healing people. We're casting them out. We're doing all of this crazy stuff, man. And it's just, uh, it, it's wonderful. And Jesus said, behold, I give unto you power. I give unto you authority, actually, he said, over all the power of the enemy. In, the, uh, in some Bibles, it says power over power. But in most Bibles, it's authority over the power of the enemy. So when we have the authority, it's over the power of the enemy. He has to listen to us. Um, and so that's the authority that he has given to us, delegated authority. Now, using that authority then has to be from heaven's viewpoint looking down. Now, listen to this scripture. This is really important. I'm going to read it. Yeah. Two verses, actually about four verses. Ephesians 1, 
um, 19 through 21. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead, listen, and seated him at his right hand, where? In the heavenly places, far above. You get that? Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Then a few verses later in the second chapter, verses five and six, Paul writes, even when we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ, for by Christ you've been saved, listen, and raised up together, up where? Far above, and made us sit together, where? In heavenly places, in Christ Jesus. Understanding that we've been raised up with him, we are seated with him in wow. heavenly places. That's wow. what that vision so much, that encounter, was about in the teaching on authority. While I was there in that encounter, he taught me so much about authority. He talked to me about angels, about their activity, about what their involvement in warfare. Through the encounter, I learned a lot about anointings and, and anointings in heaven and anointings on the earth, uh, about praying from above. He specifically said that the Holy Spirit has the ability, I'm talking about right now to every believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit within you has the ability to present to you, to raise you up and supernaturally enhance your vision so that you see things from heaven's point of view, looking down, rather than just through your natural eyes, earth's point of view, looking up. Mm -hmm. And so that authority is absolutely important for us. Authority covers every area of our life. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. Why limit ourselves? Why go, well, authority is in prayer. Yeah, it is. Authority is in rebuking the demon. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. But what about in visions and dreams? What about in your family? What about on your job? Your finances? Hmm. The authority God gave to us covers every aspect and area of our life. So when I talk about third heaven authority, we're going to be dealing mostly with the spiritual authority and what we have from heaven's viewpoint down, but it's for every aspect of our life. Watch wow. somebody who understands authority. How do they walk? Do they walk with their head held down, you know, their eyes glancing from left to right, hoping that they're doing everything wrong? Is there intimidation in them? Are they approaching their financial affairs? Are they approaching their ministry or praying for other people from a standpoint of let's just stand back and just see if anything happens or whatever? No. The people that you know are the most effective in any of those areas in life understand authority in that arena. Third heaven authority is God giving his children the authority in every arena of life to walk with that mindset. That doesn't mean everything. 
turns out perfectly for you. <laughs> Jesus said, in the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Therefore, right. you go. Hmm. He overcomes through us. There's a fight. There's pressing in what we call spiritual warfare, the tension in the spiritual realm between light and dark. But we have the authority. It's an understanding. It's a way we hold ourselves. It's a way we approach all of the situations. It's seen in the spirit as well as in the natural realm. Hmm. And every viewer right now who is born again has that ability because that's what God created for you. It's for you. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, Mike. You know, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, unless you have a question, ask no, me right no, now. I'll preach for 12 hours. I love it. <laughs> I've got a front row seat. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about the kinds of authority then. Yeah. There are basically, at least I define, four kinds of authority on the face of the earth right now. And then there's third heaven authority. Okay, the first kind or type of authority is natural authority. It's the authority of humankind. When God created mankind, we find in, in the first couple of chapters of Genesis, that he created the earth, the moon, the stars, on the earth, the plant life, the animals, and then eventually humankind, which was Adam and Eve. He called all of it good. What does good mean? This is my recipe. It's perfect. It's the way I wanted it. I baked <laughs> it long enough. Nothing needs to be added. It's done. Yeah. It's good. Along comes Satan, who was kicked out of heaven. Okay, He attacks the creation of God. Uh, and... He deceives Adam and Eve by saying that, you know, if you are created by God, I'm, I'm using a loose translation here, but then why did he say that you can't eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil? God didn't want them to do that. And he said, if you eat of that tree, that knowledge of good and evil, then you will become like God. His trick in deceiving them was that even though God called you good, eh, there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're not good enough. What you're going to have to do now to make yourself better than what God created you to be is to take it within your own hands and do something else. Then you will see what God sees, then you'll be better than what he created you to be. What a deception. God already called it good. Mm -hmm. And so they were deceived. And through the fall of mankind, then that was sown in. And that's what so many people, that's what so many believers right now wrestle with. That's what Absolutely. we call condemnation. Yeah. Do something in the natural realm. Let's pick up a work. Let's, you know, you got to make yourself better than what God created you to be because we already read the scripture there in Ephesians where it says that we were created in Christ Jesus for good. Mm -hmm. 
the spiritual new book. But in the creation, the original creation, Adam and Eve were then charged by God to have dominion over the face of the earth, to have dominion. In Psalms 8, it even says that the dominion that God gave to man extended to the moon and the stars and the physical universe. So that's natural dominion. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. Uh, and so we have the ability within our own life and on the earth, mankind does, to have dominion. Now, the second kind of authority is what we call spiritual authority. And it's the authority of the believer. When you're born again, then Jesus gives you authority over all the power of the enemy. He gives you the ability there in Matthew 16 of binding and loosing, declaring what is unlawful and what is lawful on the earth according to what is lawful and unlawful in heaven, how he flows through us. That's why in the name of Jesus, we can cast out demons. We can heal the sick. We can raise the dead. You know, we can preach the gospel and bring people into the kingdom of God. Spiritual authority. And that's a big part of what I'm talking about. Now, there's a third kind of authority, and that's called positional authority. Because all through Scripture, particularly in the New Testament, it talks about relational structures and how that there is an authority within that. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the Godhead in heaven... There's God the Father, under him God the Son, Jesus Christ, under him, then God the Holy Spirit. There's a structure, there's a power flow, authority flow. On the earth, the Bible talks about the church, that there are five offices of ministry, there are other, I'm talking about the body of Christ in general, as well as a ministry or a local church. That's why we have the structure. It's the way that God, all these things were created by God so that the power flow from heaven will systematically go through all of these elements and be poured out in those relational structures. Mm -hmm. In the family, we find the father and the mother and the children, etc. On the workplace, he even covers that. There are, you know, the owner and then there are managers and then there are employees and he covers all those areas. And if we do it righteously, then everything's good. Now, in every one of these, we find that, yeah, there's abuse. But remember this. Um, the correction for abuse is not disuse, but right use. Mm. Let's just correct it and do it God's way. Let's don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So that's it. Natural authority, spiritual authority, positional authority. Now, the fourth kind of authority is something that I've experienced over the years, which I call authority of the glory. What I've seen time and time again is that the word glory, by the way, is talking about the presence of God coming. You know, the presence, in his presence, there's an authority. And when God comes upon us and we have an encounter with him, Jeff, in that encounter, he changes things. You know, Absolutely. God can't show up without something changing. It's never going to be him. <laughs> it's always going to be us. Or yep. it's always going to be the situations. Yeah. He, you know, God shows up, whether it's through our prayers, the work of the Holy Spirit, whatever, um, in a prayer of, 
of, of laying hands on somebody who is sick, uh, and the glory of God is there, what's going to happen? The sick is going to go. The sick right. is going to change and be yeah. healed. But there are other kind of encounters we have where all of a sudden we begin to cry. We feel the experience of God. We fall on the floor. We uh, So many visions, dreams, uh, all of those kind of encounters. In the glory, something is imparted. There's an assignment. I talked about the assignment that I had in third heaven when he said, I'm giving an assignment for you to teach on third heaven authority. And that then carries an authority. And we come out of that encounter and out of the glory with a greater sense of authority. By the way, all of these things in so much greater depth and with stories and visions and everything else are covered in my book. That's coming out. Sweet. Now, here's the thing. Those are the different kinds of authority. So what about third heaven authority? Is it a kind of authority? No, it's not a different. It's not a new kind of authority. It works congruently with all of the authorities, but here it is. Okay. Third heaven authority is a paradigm shift from the Holy Spirit. It is a supernatural work of the Holy Spirit within us to raise us up so that we, seated with Christ in heavenly places, have the ability to see things from heaven's point of view down rather than from earth's point of view up. All of the four authorities operate with people who are still limited to a degree. And I don't say that in any sense of minimizing anybody's experience. We all, st I, I started day one being born again and not knowing anything. Yeah. Okay. We just grow in it. But I had a linear point of view. And uh, I had to learn over the years how to have a heavenly point of view. So third heaven authority then is being enraptured, so to speak, by the Holy Spirit to a place to where we see these things from heaven's point of view. And we're operating in the gifts and we're praying for the sick and we're preaching and ministering and, and even in our own life, just our prayer life being raised up. I, and I'm raised up so much and see things uh, in visions and dreams, uh, also in person. A couple of quick stories. Love stories. Testimonies. Love them. Um, testimonies from people that have shared with me. For instance, one lady and in Oregon, in Oregon City, mm -hmm. and uh, she said, Mike, I listened to you preach on Third Heaven Authority and because I had been there in her city and preached, and I came back another time later, about six months later, and she said, it changed my whole life. She said, I'd been praying for people, but now every time I pray for them, something happens on the inside of me, or if I'm just praying in general or just interceding, it's like I just see myself up above and I'm looking down on the situation, there's an awareness, there's this thing that just 
increases my boldness. I never experienced anything like that before. I've been doing this for decades. And she said, the effectiveness of my prayer has doubled. Wow. I'm talking about instant manifestations of miracles and of answers to prayer. It's doubled just because of that. Mm. Praise God. Yeah. So another cool. gentleman one time told me, he said, he said, this reminds me, he said, what I've experienced since I've heard you teach on third heaven authority is like when I used to live in California. And he said, I used to drive up to the top of the mountain in the, I think it was in the Sierra Nevada mountains. And, and I used to drive up and you could see clouds and things like that, you know, smog in some places. And you go up above it and you get up on top. And he said, I would go up there above it and I would camp and just spend several days or a week. And he said, but when I would get up above that and I could look out and I could see the sunshine, I was not limited to the view below the clouds. Now I was experiencing the view above the clouds. And he said, since I heard you teach on third heaven authority, that's been happening to me in the spiritual realm. I feel myself lift. And I look at these situations. I've had so many people who have had encounters, even right in the middle of a meeting. I'm standing there teaching all of these people that are in front of me. And after the service, for instance, this one lady comes up after me and she said, Mike, she said, I'm a mother and I lost my daughter years ago. Hmm. I think it was daughter, a child, let's say that. I lost my child years ago and it's always caused me grief. I've had a hard time getting over this. While you were talking, something came over me and I was lifted up and God took me to heaven Mm. and showed me my child. Mm, wow. And they were happy. And he healed my heart. Mm. And I don't have to go through the grief the same way anymore. Wow. See, all of these things, I could go on and on. Third heaven authority. Mm. So, Mike, is that why, let's use Jesus as an example. Because um, I think, a good starting point if people need they need more connective tissue between what you're teaching even though it's biblical and you're using scriptural references and all of that and they need more connective tissue between that and maybe a practical example within the bible i think a great example is jesus himself so would you say that because jesus knew third heaven authority he knew his authority right uh being god in the flesh um he could command storms and thing, things of that nature. We, you know, we would see those things happen. And, you know, like when the disciples are in the boat mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, you have little faith. And he's like, and then he calms the storm. Is that because of his third heaven authority? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Everything that Jesus did during his earthly ministry was a manifestation of third heaven authority. He may not have referenced it that way. Sure. Uh but it was because what he had come from heaven right he had come from heaven even though the bible says that during his growing up years 
that he had to learn who he was. Mm. You know, the Holy Spirit revealed it. He grew in nurture and admonition of the Lord, all of these things to the point where he launched in ministry. It was all about third heaven authority using this paradigm mm. and and sentence structure. So yeah, exactly. And so when people, that, that's a really good point, Jeff. When people read the scriptures, particularly the gospels, look at that and you could see from his standpoint, you know, he said mm -hmm. himself in John's gospel that I do nothing unless I hear the father say it. He only speaks what the father says. He only does what the father tells him to do. So it's the link from heaven to earth. Praise God. And yeah. we have the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of so, course, so, you could go into the... Go ahead. Well, one thing I was thinking about, you know, you said he never called it third heaven authority, but I immediately was rec recalled uh, John 14, 12, where he says, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. They will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. So, right. Yes. There, Absolutely. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, and again, I shamelessly plug my book because people, you got to understand something. Uh, I could be on this show five days a week for the next three months mm -hmm. and still not cover everything that there is to it. And, and, and my book may not either, but that book goes through step by step, detail by detail, all of these things. I start, I tell a lot of visions. I, the Lord shared with me um, and how this all applies with third heaven authority, what the spiritual warfare is over America right now and how to fight that, awesome. how to be victorious in it. Uh, all of those things. It also applies to your own life. How can you walk in your own life, ministry, family, and everything else with greater victory and greater effect? All of these things are there. Mm. Praise God. You can go to Amazon.com or you can just search the internet. It'll come up with uh, a number of different book distributors. It's produced by Harrison House. I'm sorry. It's, it's not produced by them. A glitch. Uh, right now I'm moving in the spirit. The morning's <laughs> on me really strong. It's produced. It, it's published by Charisma House. Awesome. And uh, so it's out there. Charisma House. The link is in the description to, to get that. Mike, one thing, I mean, I'm sure you, because we're obviously going to do a part two, but one thing I would love... Um, uh, it, just next time, maybe we can give, uh, because I think this is a really great foundational teaching to really introduce the, the idea to some people who are like, they're not an authority, what? you know, um, yeah. and uh, mm -hmm. obviously, I would say a good bit of homework would be what we were talking about of like, go read, pick one of the gospels and start with this teaching in mind, start looking at what Jesus did and seeing how he operated in that knowledge of his third heaven authority. Um, and the fact that we can operate and that he was showing us how to live. He was showing us how to operate. Yeah. And so I think it's yeah. really important. So so pick a gospel. You don't have to read the whole thing, uh, only if you want to. Uh, but between this Wednesday and next Wednesday, really look through that. But Mike, next time, I would love if we could give people um, some really practical 
things they can grab a hold of. Like, okay, third heaven authority. Okay, okay, I'm believe. Okay, all right, yeah. hear you, Mike. Absolutely. But giving them a couple of things to like, you maybe to just point to some of those weapons we talked about. Like, what you do is you you point to these different things we have at our disposal right now. Um, and so I would love that would be awesome. But then whatever else you want to share, of course, I'm totally down with. It. So, uh, absolutely, but I, yeah. But I would love for you to to pray for people. Um, I think some people just need that revelation of this, you know, um, of just like, yeah, okay, totally. I've, I've heard the words, but maybe they need that revelation. So go for it. Okay. I'm going to do that. And, uh, along with what you said about next week is that I do intend to just go through some major, some very simple, but very important steps about awesome. how to walk in that authority, yeah. how to get it, how to flow in it. So we'll do that. But today, we're going to pray for them, Mm. for it to start, and the anointing to begin to flow. And I also mentioned that for those of you who maybe um, are more schooled in the Word, to not only do what Jeff said about picking a gospel, excellent, perfect advice, uh, but if you're a little more mature and experienced in the Word, then also read the book to the Ephesians. Mm. that's the third heaven book in the new testament sweet but okay let's pray yeah as we begin to pray right now let's open our hearts to the holy spirit i just encourage you right now to just allow the holy spirit to come upon you you're going to feel probably a very warmth and a manifestation of the Spirit of God that comes upon you, because all of this is connected with the Holy Spirit indwelling you. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he lives on the inside of you. If you haven't as of yet, then right now, just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you died for my sins and that you were raised from the dead and I accept you into my heart now. And then the second part of it is say, Holy Spirit, I also believe that you not only showed Jesus to me, but right now, Holy Spirit, fill me. Fill me full of yourself. Become my teacher, my guide, my empowerer. Rise up. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every single person now for the revelation of third heaven authority for the anointing as the power of the spirit of God comes upon every single one now to release the anointing and revelation and understanding of who the Holy Spirit is on the inside of them and the revelation of being seated with Jesus Christ in heavenly places now overcome them, rise up within them, bring them into that spiritual state you created them to walk in right now in Jesus' blessed name. Mm. Amen. I'm going to say this again right now. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Here it comes. Release in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. Hallelujah. That was fantastic. That was great. Hallelujah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Mm. 
I'm all warm now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, me too. I feel it. Yeah. I'm in heavenly places right now, Jeff. Yeah. Come on up with me. Yeah. Experience. I know you got a job to do on the earth, but that the mm. Holy Spirit will empower you in that right now in Jesus' name. There's signs and wonders and gifts of the Holy Spirit. There are miracles that are happening right now. I see it in the Spirit. People are being healed. There's somebody being healed in their lower back upper back, kidneys, hips, knees. There's somebody being healed of heart arrhythmia right now in the name of Jesus Christ. There's somebody else that your lungs are being expanded. You're getting more air than you were able to get before. There's somebody else that darkness and depression is being lifted from you. And God is moving upon hundreds and thousands of people right now with a divine anointing and touch because of Jesus, his shed blood, and the wonder and the authority of his precious name. Please, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That was really good, man. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Um, okay. Oh, bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mike, how can people follow your ministry? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> there's one of my websites right there, Word of Life World Outreach. Also, MikeThompsonMinistries.org. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Facebook, uh, Rumble. All that good stuff. All right, everybody. God bless all Joe. Tune in. Wasn't this show great? It was so great. So, so great. I can't wait for part two. Uh, but tune in tomorrow. And also, ElijahFire.com is how you donate. Uh, so uh, I can't talk right now. You guys know the drill. We love you guys. And we'll see you at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. <laughs> this has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.